sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Resent. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Resent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. podcast where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat the alternative facts of prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest. In its 27th year, found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Today's guest on Hemp Present is model, actress, filmmaker, and female ganjapreneur Sarah McDaniel, who will be joining me in about a hummingbird's heartbeat. In February of 2017, I interviewed John Barclay, the father of Little River Barclay. River suffers suffers from CLN2, a rare disease that is uncommon and known as Batten disease. It affects approximately 1 in 100,000 children born. It's a genetic degenerative disease that ultimately claims the lives of children between the ages of 8 and 12 years. Now, precious little River, who goes by Ducky, is entering hospice as her little body is wearing out. I want to ask you, if you can, to help the family out by going to GoFundMe.com slash Caring-4-Ducky and make a contribution to this family that's been fighting for years to get medical cannabis allowed to be administered to sick kids in school. I have, and I'd be most appreciative if you have the ability to. Now on to my guest. When Sarah McDaniel began posting modeling shots on Instagram when she was 17 years old, she was contacted by a professional photographer, a videographer, who opened doors to new career paths for the aspiring model. Since that time, Sarah has been traversing various avenues to fame and fortune. In fact, McDaniel is involved in so many interesting projects that we could likely fill this 30-minute show just touching on one of them. From producing stop-motion film shorts to professional modeling career to acting and then starting her own cannabis business brand, McDaniel's ambitions have taken her all over the map. In addition to her more glamorous pursuits, McDaniel is also a science nerd, which can be detected in the content of her films, and she is actually a regular science contributor to HuffPost and Futurism. Sarah McDaniel has taken time out from her various endeavors to spend some time with us today. Welcome, Sarah, to Cannabis Radio. Hi, thank you so much for that introduction. That was amazing. My pleasure. I must say, in our 140 episodes to date, I've had some fascinating guests on this show, and now you are going to be one of them. You created a stop-motion short film series creating a fictional rabbit character known as The Professor, among other characters, and you have a lot of video and photography content on your Instagram, as well as over a million followers. Where'd you get the inspiration to do stop-motion, which is a tedious and time-consuming art form? 
Um, I think stop motion has always been my ultimate favorite because I love animation, but there's something about stop motion that just makes it a little more real. And it kind of grew ever since I saw The Nightmare Before Christmas when I was really little. I would always ask my mom to rent the, the VHS. And then, you know, it obviously grew into like Kubo and uh, Paranorman and all those like crazy ones that are happening now. But I noticed with the animation happening now, um, it almost doesn't look like stop motion. It doesn't look like real physical puppets because it's so smooth. So I wanted to kind of make one of my own to kind of take it back to the Nightmare Before Christmas glitchy style of stop motion. Because to me, that's more exciting than the smooth, perfect version. It's, it's, a, it's a fascinating art form. Uh, how did you get so good at it? Um, I actually worked with some great people from Leica to help me animate it because I didn't have the patience to sit there and do it for three weeks. Um, but learning the process was crazy, how you had to really like imprint the puppet's form into latex several times. And if there's anything wrong with the pour, that if there's one bubble in it, you have to start over. It's so intricate, like the whole process. There's nothing easy about it. But it was definitely worth it just to see what that world's like. It kind of opened more doors to seeing what's also capable in other realms. So it was awesome. Fascinating. Uh, moving quite, moving along, uh, you worked with director Theo Winner in a music video for Mark Ronson's Summer Breaking, which has received several million views. Yeah. Ronson being from the yeah. Australian band Tame Impala, which, who is in the news uh -huh. today from issues with the Citadel Festival. Oh, really? Yes, fascinating. Uh, Theo Winner has dated some of the newer legends of Hollywood, and he's the son of the legendary Jan Winner, founder of Rolling Stone magazine. What was it like working with Theo Winner? You know, it's actually so funny because when I was working with him, I had no idea that he was from that background. <laughs> um, so we just kind of bonded as like normal humans, and then we would like raid the kitchen at night of the hotel we were staying at, and he was really cool and I think I almost bonded with him more not knowing that he was like important <laughs> I guess right. uh, but it was incredible he has a great vision and the whole thing was shot on iPhone so that's even more impressive to me but it was really fun and and so as a career move how was that experience for you I mean it just your your career has just been ascending in so many different ways it's fascinating mm -hmm. yeah uh, that was definitely the start of it all. Uh, when I was doing the music video for Tame Impala, um, I didn't think that it was really going to lead to anything. I had done shoots for like PacFun and Guess, and it, you know, it gets attention, but nothing really crazy. Um, and but you know, I just wanted to do it because Tame Impala is a personal one of my favorite bands. Um, but as I was on that trip and bonding with him, he started to consider me for the the cover of Playboy, and then those two projects put together by the same cinematographer I guess was what really catapulted it um, so yeah I kind of I guess the most amazing things happen when you least expect it so you posed for the first non-nude first non-nude mm -hmm. issue of Playboy magazine which led you to appearances on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert being featured in Yahoo News, yeah. Gentleman's Quarterly, it might be a coincidence mm -hmm. that Playboy made that switch around the time of the Me Too movement but it adds an interesting twist <laughs> Was that what was that whole experience like for you? Did you ever think that you would be in Playboy magazine? No, never. I never even thought that they would consider me. Um, but it was crazy. It was awesome. The team 
I don't know. It all happened so fast. It was only like they flew me to New York for one day and then back and it kind of took time to process it. I think when it came out, that's when I really like got to enjoy it. Um, but it was cool. It was, uh, I think they've asked me to come back and shoot the nude version, which I've been considering, but I don't know. I think I'm past that point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, uh, I don't know, gosh, maybe as long as 10 years ago, I went to a marijuana policy project fundraiser uh, at, uh, mm-hmm. at the Playboy Mansion, and, and it, was, it was really a fascinating experience uh, for, for an old hippie like me. Um, it was what really was a trip. Like? Well, you know, I have to be honest with you. It's kind of like if, you're, if you go to Disneyland at night and and it's all amazing then you then you see it in the daytime you know without all the colored lights and everything and it kind of looks kind of dingy and more it was it was really like that it was it was very exciting of course and there was star power and there was playboy bunnies and hefner Mm -hmm. was there in a robe you know and all that kind of stuff of course um uh but it was it was really fascinating uh it was a great experience for me i was you know it's it's uh uh an amazing piece of American culture. Uh, but we it's have so funny because even though I shot it, I never met Hef. Right, right. Well, <laughs> you might, it might have been safer Which for you the not to have met him. You start. I got to move right along because this show's not very long and, and you're so amazing. Okay. Uh, you starred in the psychological thriller Perfect, which premiered at the 2018 yes. South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas. Perfect will also mm-hmm. be premiering in Los Angeles, I believe, this summer. Uh, yes. has, has that happened yet? Can you tell us about that project? Yeah, it's a, it'll be a worldwide release in theaters everywhere. I think that's going to be happening mid-September. Um, and that project I'm extremely excited about because it was kind of the director's a friend of mine and it's a pure passion project and it just came out so weird it's about an insane asylum um and everyone has their own issues obviously but the main character has these visions and um he can't control them he thinks that he's dreaming and they turn out to be real so he goes to this insane asylum and everyone's kind of has their own weird quirk i myself my character is really self-obsessed always taking pictures of herself and uh, she sees one day that there's a tree behind her, one of her pictures, and she realizes that nature is gorgeous and beautiful without even trying. It's just there being beautiful. And she slowly starts to develop into a tree. Her, her veins turn into vines, and she just one day it turns into a, a beautiful tree. So that was cool because I got to develop my character, and the director was very lenient on letting people do what they were comfortable with and what they really were passionate about coming through their character. So, yeah, that's going to be amazing. Um, acting, is that something that has come easy for you? Do you have to work hard at it? Do you spend a lot of time developing the character? What's that like? I mean, yeah, when I really decide to stick to a role, I will put my whole heart into it. Acting uh, turned out to be a lot harder than I had imagined. I thought it would be a lot like modeling where you kind of just show up, take on the role, and do the best you can. Um, But it really is extreme mental capacity. You have to be focused constantly. You have to be aware of the lighting and the cameras and your lines and what they're saying, and you can't make it seem like you're trying to be aware of everything you have to just be trying to react to what someone's saying to you because you want it to be genuine so I don't think that I could ever I mean I 
I hate this. I don't mean to block myself or anything, but I'm just saying the people <laughs> that act every day and have that as a pure career, I'm just in awe because it's really hard. <laughs> but it's fun to do. You know, I hear people say, oh, yeah, play acting. You get all this money, and all you have to do is run around and pretend you're some character. <laughs> and I'm like, man, yeah. I think it's infinitely more complicated than that. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, my guest is Sarah McDaniel, and we are going to take our first pause for the cause because there's flaws and laws here. Word from our sponsors and advertisers and come back for the juicy stuff in just a minute. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Are you ready to be inspired and educated by the best of the best in the cannabis industry while enjoying sunny South Florida? Then you cannot miss out on the first annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 24th through the 26th inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. The USCC Expo welcomes all cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners to join us for this brand new event sponsored by the radio podcast leader for all things cannabis, cannabisradio.com. Be one of the first to register today at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Cannabis Radio with Sarah McDaniel. <laughs> Sarah, your bio mentions your heterochromia iridium, where you have two different colored eyes, like David Bowie, for example. You've been the victim of a blistering yeah. social media controversy claiming that you're faking your heterochromia by using a colored contact lens. You can answer those claims if you'd yeah. like, but as someone who has been on the receiving end of internet lynching, I'm much more interested in knowing what it's been like for you to be the subject of what I would call a heartless internet and social media hate campaign. I mean, I've been shocked by some of the stuff that I've seen. What is that like yeah. for you? Um, it sucks. I mean, no one's going to look at that and be like, hey, this is awesome. Um, and it actually has like blocked career paths for me. It's been very difficult to get over even just not to look at it. It's really hard. Um, but I think now I've just gotten to the point where I'm so focused on everything that I'm doing that I just, I can't look at it. Because once I look at it, then it triggers a whole depression cycle. And then I start to hate myself and it just sucks because I feel like if people really knew me, they would 
not feel the need to tear me down. I don't know why people feel the need to do that. I see it all over the internet too. It's not just me. It's like people who have any type of notoriety or are doing anything. I feel like people always find a way to try to make them feel bad or take them away from their success. And it's kind of interesting to me because it's kind of, especially since social media has gotten so big, it's kind of become the norm to embarrass somebody and, make them feel like shit and even if it's not true it's kind of taken very seriously if enough people will talk about it so I think that's unfortunate but yeah it's, it's definitely been hard I think it was worse last year um I obviously don't know what it's at at this point but yeah what about you what have you had to go through oh man well first of all I completely identify with with not wanting to look at it because it I have had trouble working because my gut is clenched up and I'm sweating and my heart's pounding mm-hmm. yeah. uh, just from being viciously attacked and with lies and, and, and all kinds of bullshit. It's demoralizing to know that there yeah. are people in our world so motivated by jealousy and hate. Uh, but this is our reality. Yeah. We fight back merely by waging our lives. You know, let the car- let the dogs bark. Mm-hmm. The caravan will pass. But you know, exactly. th- th- this this outrage culture that we're in right now, it's just really alarming. And, you know, I look at news yeah. articles it's like, oh, person said this on Twitter about then. I'm like, that's fucking news. Who cares what some I person with some know. random person on Twitter says about somebody? How is that news? You know, so it's it's really alarming. I'm so sorry that you have had to deal with that. Uh, I'm not sure where it's all leading. I if I focus on positivity and love and I only surround myself with people that I care about, then it's really easy to just let people say whatever they want. And I mean, if someone wants to not work with me because of rumors, then that's fine. That's actually why I decided to move away from modeling and kind of acting in general, because I don't want my whole focus to be on how I look. I want my focus to be on my art and what I'm creating and things that I've purely worked for outside of my appearance. That's what I'm really kind of focusing on now with the cannabis and, you know, movies and stuff like that. Well, speaking of rising above and focusing on something positive, let us now him present as this show uh, is supposed to be about. You are launching a line of CBD oil topical skin products, CBD oil being cannabidiol. Your product line is called Wallagoot, I believe, slated to be available late summer or early fall. Uh, What kind of products will you be selling? So, right now, it is an anti-aging and an acne cream. Uh, And the acne cream has been kind of curated purposefully for my type of acne, but I've also used hormonal acne and cystic acne, and it's had the same result. So, I'm really excited about that because anyone with acne knows that everyone's is kind of different depending on what you're eating or how old you are or the stress you're under. Um, So, I think it's kind of universal. And um, and then the anti-aging just has, I mean, as you probably know, there's just so many, it's like uh, antioxidant or free radicals, that helps with free radicals and anti-inflammatory and things like that. So I'm really excited. Yeah, I was going to say that it really makes sense to me because the anti-inflammatory aspects of CBD oil is going to calm down skin inflammation, which is, and, and inflammation, of course, is a source of most illness and blemishes and things like that. Um, exactly. I think I read, I believe I read that you were using a CBD isolate in crystal form for your skin products. Where do you source your CBD oil from? Is it from industrial hemp or from euphoric cannabis? 
So I started with isolate, and then I realized that CBD on its own in isolate form doesn't necessarily, I mean, it helps, but it doesn't pack the punch that I want. Um, so what I moved on to was distillate, and it's all organic distillate that is 80% CBD with a little bit of THC because um, what the THC does with the CBD is just helps CBD work like three times as hard as just being CBD because I used an all CBD distillate and that helped but with the THC it helped overnight with it within like a couple of days it was much shorter than just the CBD um, so I use distillate now um, I sourced from Craig Henderson in Colorado uh, but I just partnered with a company to kind of source it more in LA so I think that that will be better on a larger scale the Colorado is the place where I usually get all my stuff. Yes, I think you're referring to Epidiolex, which is a uh, a new uh, pharmaceutical drug used to treat epilepsy. Uh, and it seems that epilepsy and seizure disorders are the single most effective thing uh, that cannabis can treat. So it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the future for cannabis? Do you think it'll become it'll come off of Schedule One, or do you think that it will stay? I would bet my life that we are in the last couple years. Uh, uh, let me since I'm betting yeah. my life. Let, let me let me let me give a little. Let's say the let's say five years. Uh, I believe that that prohibition may have about five years to go. The whole world is figuring this out. You know, I've interviewed parents of sick children that need epidiolex uh, type things uh, mm-hmm. on this show in South Africa, in UK. Uh, uh, Ireland, uh, Australia, New Zealand, Brazil. Uh, this is all over the world, yeah. and, and we're fighting this all over the world. And it's the same struggle everywhere, um, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm very confident. And if not, I've wasted the last thirty years of my life. Um, well, I haven't wasted it, but I mean, <laughs> my goal of my life is to get this stuff to everybody because cannabis can save the planet uh, in a lot of ways. Yeah, could do a lot. Very true. Uh, and to get there, we need a cannabis industry. Uh, and and and, mm-hmm. and Sarah, the cannabis industry—it hasn't. We have an opportunity to forge a business model with greater equality in its managerial and ownership ranks. As someone who's seen uh, a lot, being a model, an actress, and now a female entrepreneur, do you feel that being a woman in the cannabis business brings special challenges and obstacles? I do. I think with anything, any company I'd be trying to start would be difficult just to kind of command attention in a room full of people who have been doing it for 30 years or longer or, you know. Um, But I think I've educated myself to the point where I can at least, you know, translate what I'm trying to say where people can understand it. And my product is purely coming from love and something that I believe in. So I think that's what's really been, you know, forcing it forward. Sarah, the cannabis industry has an opportunity to forge a business model with greater equality in its managerial and ownership ranks. As someone who's seen a lot being a model, an actress, and now a female entrepreneur, do you feel that being a woman in the cannabis business brings special challenges and obstacles? I do. I think that being a woman in any business-oriented job is kind of difficult just to command attention, but I think through proving what I know and having my product completely organic and showing that it works truly, I think that's kind of what's pushed me forward in this business, and especially with the people I partner with, it wasn't based off of my looks or, you know, they didn't even look at my social media or anything, it was just about the product and how it worked, and they listened to me, 
And um, I think that's really what pushed it forward. But I definitely think being young and a woman in this industry, um, it's a lot harder than being a man who kind of knows more than me, I guess. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, We have about a minute before the break. Last year, you starred in Edward Plaveau's Super High series, along with The Storm and French actor Kev Adams, who might be the first stone superhero in history. Um, what other Sarah McDaniel film products should we keep our eyes, uh, projects should we keep our eyes out for? Um, the Row is a horror movie coming out uh, July 25th, so that's coming up. Um, that one's going to be awesome. And then just perfect, that's going to be in September. Those are my top ones you guys should look out for right now. We are going to take our next pause for the cause. Hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers. Come back with our final question for Sarah McDaniel. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Cannabis concentrates have been around for thousands of years. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Do you have new ideas that you believe will make a difference in the cannabis industry? Looking to make your brand or service stand out? The first annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo is seeking sponsors and speakers for its inaugural event August 24th through the 26th at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners are all welcome to join us for this brand new event sponsored by the radio and podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Grow with us in this groundbreaking event, the first annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 24th through the 26th at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Learn more at usccexpo.com. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Hemp Present. For our final questions, Sarah McDaniel, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I hope we'll see you at Seattle Hemp Fest someday, uh, the big kahuna. How can folks follow your work and and check out everything you're doing and even contact you if they want? Um, yeah, so I think my most active account is Instagram, and that's just crotchy with a K, and the same for YouTube, and then everywhere else it's just Sarah McDaniel. I want to wish you the best of luck with your new uh, cannabis line, and thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Now I want to get to a weekly feature here present on CannabisRadio.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is. At this particular time in America, people are tired of arguing about marijuana. 
just legalize it and let it be. It's a 21st century business and we're losing jobs to robots and artificial intelligence. And that was Orlando attorney John Morgan who bankrolled a successful effort to broadly legalize medical marijuana in Florida two years ago. That concludes this installment and present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice as we silence the violence, increase the peace, and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity. Because when it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice. Find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, toke it easy. Don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. The Hempresent theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro, because I'm out. Marijuana! Marijuana!